Hey everyone, and thank you for listening to Nourish and Lift. Um, again, I could have not done this without stumbling across Anchor. Um, I was looking for a free podcast, and Anchor is definitely where it's at. I love the music that they have, the background music that they got going on. I love how you can customize everything to yourself, just like a regular podcast. And basically, all the tools is in the app, which I love. So definitely have to check it out. Go to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you all and thanks again for Anchor for making this happen. Thanks. Hey y'all, good morning. It is Tuesday, Tuesday, March 22nd. Um, this year has really flew by already, I feel like. Like, I just feel like it was January just not too long ago, and we were just coming off winter break, and now we just came off spring break, so. But I hope everybody's beginning of the 2022 has been going good so far. Um, I know for some people it's been a rough month. Uh, between January and March, so I have to say for me, February, I was looking forward to February, because February is my anniversary, and of course, uh, all happened right before and right after my anniversary, um, I had three family members that passed away within two weeks, um, So it was just really rough. None of it was due to COVID, so thank gosh. Uh, My great-grandmother, she would have been 94 in May, so uh, she passed away, just, you know, older age. And then I had two cousins, um, a first cousin and a second cousin. Unfortunately, they were diagnosed with uh, lung cancer, both of them, Um, and they just it was kind of ironic because one passed away on a Tuesday and the next was on a Friday right after. So really rough for the family. Um, you know, having two funerals in a week and then, um, the week before my great grandmother. So, uh, it is definitely crazy how life happens and timing of everything, but I do believe that everything has a purpose Um, We all have a purpose in life, and, you know, we're supposed to fulfill it. So, I do my best. Uh, Of course, I always try to stay positive. I definitely am very positive whenever I am in the gym or if I'm working. Because right now, I am a nursing student and CNA So anything I do with other people or caring for other people, that is one thing that I have been told multiple times is that I am very positive. I can work a 12-hour shift or a 16-hour shift and still be positive at the end of it. So I think that's a bonus, especially for healthcare workers right now, just the way things are. Um... And another thing that I learned yesterday, which was kind of a bummer, which is healthcare workers, especially travel nurses, and I'm also considered a travel nurse at the moment. Um, I'm with an agency, but they are capping the amount of earnings. So um, it's kind of a bummer 
especially right now with everything that we're going through. Um, you know, unfortunately, we're starting to come out of the clear with COVID, but now we're facing, you know, the consequences and regarding of the war that's happening over with Russia and Ukraine. So um, I'm trying to stay positive with all of that. I don't really, I mean, I will read, I don't want to watch the news just because so much is just like whenever you hear somebody speak or you see clips of things and it's just, it just makes it really worse um, than what is written. So when you see something written in black and white, it is definitely interpreted different and you can kind of interpret it in your own ways. So it is definitely different. But a lot has happened, I feel like, this year. Um, again, to me, like I said, it's just another year. So I'm not stressing myself over, you know, my New Year's resolution goals. Um, as of last year, I kind of put it into all of the New Year's resolution because I just felt like there were so many failures. You know, New Year's resolution is supposed to be positive, but for a lot of people and millions of people, they have a New Year's resolution and it's a goal. But if you haven't already made those small habit changes in your daily life, then when you set a New Year's resolution goal and it's so big and you have a specific date and time, it's really hard to reach that because you didn't create those small mini habits to build up to that goal before the New Year's. So it's sad to see a lot of people, um, especially in the gym, because I noticed, of course, you know, everybody's New Year's resolution goal is health and fitness and dieting, which again, I don't use the word dieting. I use the word of lifestyle change because a lifestyle change, when you tell yourself that, feels so much more empowering than saying a diet. A uh, diet can actually be overwhelming and can actually trigger trauma if you've done a diet previously in the past and you failed, um, and you say you're going to do another diet, you're actually setting yourself up for failure because you failed on your previous. So um, psychologically, it actually, unfortunately, does make you fail. So if you and take out that word diet and replace it with a more empower positive change, um, such as a life change, then you really truly are changing your life in so many great ways. So, um, sorry for that. I am by the window and my window's open and you can hear my rooster. <laughs> so, um, but like I said, I, I, again, if you really think about it, um, if you've, if you're one of them and you've done that before where you've told your family, friends, coworkers, personal trainer, whoever, in regards of, yeah, I'm getting on this diet, you know, I'm hoping like, you know, the diet goes good and everything. You're, you're, you're in hopes of everything. So, and you're psychologically psyching yourself out and you know that you failed your last diet. So you're kind of already setting yourself up for failure. So really dig deep and think about that. Have you done that in the past? I will tell you, I have done, I'm 31 now. I have done that numerous times. Um, so it took me three, three to four years ago um, to finally 
say, no, I'm doing a lifestyle change. I'm creating my lifestyle change to better my life for myself, to better my life as a wife, to better my life as a mother, and also to better my life as a pet owner. So um, I have multiple pets. I have dogs, cats, chickens, and many more to come probably because I want some goats. So we'll see where that goes. But that's what I mean. You have to say you're doing a lifestyle change. It does sound a lot more empowering. And especially when you write it down, um, you do. You actually do start creating those small habits to build those big goals. And that's what we need. That's what we all need. We need to understand that we need to create these small habits now. Because when you create these small habits, if you have children, you're going to see that those habits do not go unnoticed. Those children of yours are going to see what you're doing and they're gonna mimic that and then it becomes second nature and when it becomes second nature, it becomes easy and then you keep picking up more and more skills. So that's another thing I wanted to get into in regards of learning to live a stress-free life, learning to have your children Instead of, you know, getting on your children and yelling at them or your husband, I can tell you between my husband and my child, I have two boys and whoo, you know, um, I'm the only girl. So it's definitely more of a masculine household. <laughs> so anytime I want something girly, uh, it's, it's just, it's always a battle. It seems like sometimes, but, um, But anyways, so we want to make sure that we are creating that because I've noticed over the years that because I have bettered my life and stayed positive and creating those small habits and making it second nature for myself, it actually is being picked up. So as my child grows, which is now 11, so he's starting to develop those small habits and those small life changes that I've done for myself because he's seen what an impact it's done on me and on my relationship with my husband and my relationship with my child and the way that I talk to my child. I'm not talking at my child. I'm actually including my child in a conversation where he feels like he's being heard, seen, and he feels like he's an adult. He feels like he can join an adult conversation, which is perfectly fine. I want that for him. I want my child to be able to understand and have common sense in the adult world. And it's never too early. He still plays as a child, but at the same time, he's very mature for his age because he also understands both sides. And it's not overwhelming from him because it becomes second nature and he enjoys it. So that is something that we all need to really think and journal. If you are a journaler like me, I journal a lot too, but if you really write it down and think about it and really take a step back in your life and look at everything as a big picture and see the different types of relationship, the talk, the chemistry, everything like that, you're, you're going to notice it. I promise you, you're going to notice that, wow, I do do this. I do maybe talk at my child. I don't get at eye level or you know, say, hey, let's sit down and let's talk. Like, you know, basically grown adults do. You know, watch your tone of voice. Or maybe, oh, wow, I do 
you know, raise my voice a little bit because I want him to know that I'm the parent, you know, I'm the bigger person, but I don't want that for my child. I don't want my child to think that I'm the bigger person. I want my child to look at me as a parent and love me and understand that that my child can be open with me in conversation and trustworthy. You want to build that trust for later down the road because if you build upon those skills now and they become second nature, then when he grows up and he has his family or maybe if he gets in a predicament as an adult, then maybe those small habits will come in handy. So there's a lot of bigger things and more broad things to look at when it becomes a conversation or habits or just a lifestyle change with you and your relationships and your home life. So that is definitely things that um, I've taken away. I feel like, you know, I've noticed that more because when COVID happened, I was at home. I was working from home at that time before I changed my job, but it really opened my eyes and let me know that I, I did miss something and now I can work back on that and I can take a step back and reset that. So it definitely helps. Um, Another thing as a reset, I've been there. I just want to let you all know that I have been so stressed out, out of my mind, and I keep coming home trying to reset. But of course, when you come home and you see little things not done or you see things out of place, or maybe as soon as you walk in the door, you know, you're being bombarded with everything, questions, you know, and you're already kind of a little tired, irritated, maybe something happened at work or maybe somebody was a jerk and cut you off, you know, you're driving just fine, cruising with your cruise control and you're in the slow lane, you know, just trying to make it home and then all of a sudden, you know, some asshole is trying to speed past you and cuts right in front of you and you have to slam on your brakes and it happens. (laughs) Unexpected things happen. So the unexpected things we can't control. But what we can control is our emotions towards that, Um, our small little habits. So just trying to be mindful because who knows if we ever see that asshole that cut us off again, you know, who knows? So um, just one of those things, just be mindful of yourself, be mindful of your self-awareings or what you're going to say or what comes out or your emotions comes out when somebody cuts you off and you're just trying to cruise and enjoy the sunshine, have the windows down and you're just, you know, doing your own thing. There's three lanes and you're all the way in the slow lane, but yet, you know, we still have those people that have no common sense that want to speed down the middle and then try to get in the slow lane and bob and weave through. I've seen it multiple times, especially traveling to my jobs. So it's, it's ridiculous because your, your emotion is, you know, oh my God, what a fucking jerk off. Like, really? Like, come on, like have fucking common sense. Like, are you being stupid or what? Like, but like when you say stuff like that, then you get worked up, you raise your blood pressure. And also when you raise your blood pressure, you raise your cortisol levels. So like you start building that anger and your hormones actually shift. Whenever that happens, your hormones shift. Um, Especially like if you get startled or excited or anything, everything shifts and everything goes on the rise. So one of those things I have tried multiple times, which every now and then, you know, yeah, I'm going to be like ticked off because something happening at work and I was a little ticked off by it. So, um, you know, it's when you 
when you know yourself, when you have common sense, and you have tried working on everything to be a positive person, which, you know, every positive person does have a downfall at some point, you know, we're gonna, you know, we we use so much energy to be positive that we're going to be tired, and we need to re, like, recharge ourselves, we need to recharge, so it's like a battery, but you know, when something unexpected happens and you're in that low, slow, tired moment, it's going to set you off. And what you need to do is try to, if you're a music lover, put on your first favorite song. Put it on. Try to let yourself calm down. Like your number one, top number one favorite song, you know, put it on. As soon as anything unexpected happens, if you have your phone or your um, if you have one of those fancy cars where you can save songs off of a radio, um, you know, just keep your playlist handy. So if you're a music lover, keep your playlist handy. All right. You will thank me. I promise. I have done this trick, you know, multiple times. If somebody, you know, if you're working, of course, you know, you can't really have your music on at that time. Of course, there's something different we can do. But if you are in a situation where you can have your music or your phone handy and your playlist handy, get it out. All right. Do that number one song that just gets you in the right headspace, the right groove of everything. Because once you start hearing that and then you hear another and then you hear another it starts calming you. It starts making you happy, positive. It starts making you collect actual positive thoughts and memories that start popping up in your head. And then here you are singing. And then you're enjoying the sunshine that's on you. And then you might roll the window down, you know, have your hand out, you know, doing the little wave thing and everything. You know, you might put your shades on, you know, so that way you can look good. You might pull the mirror down just so you could check yourself, see... You know, look at you, look how your response is and make sure that you're looking positive, vibrant. Those are good things. Those are very, very good things. So then you start forgetting about the asshole that just cut you off. So then, you know, you're starting being positive and then your drive becomes more positive And then you just see these, you know, people that are driving past fast and you just don't care at that point because you're in your element. You're in your zone and everything like that. So just, you know, keep that in mind. Now, if you're like in the office, you know, and you can't really have your playlist right then and there, then like the second thing to do is get up and go to the bathroom. If you are in a situation where you can go to the bathroom after maybe a boss said something or maybe an email, you know, like you got a nasty email um, from like a coworker or maybe your boss or maybe, you know, if you work where you have customers or um, like at a bank or something, you know, like anything like that, um, like mortgage, you know, those mortgage loan people, you know, the people that are, are taking out. So basically customers. So um, any, any situation, even as an insurance verifier, you know, like I have my patients, you know, that I'm trying to help them out, you know, with their scheduling and stuff like that. So any, in any way as the, you know, they're kind of like the customer, I guess, so to say, you know, if something happens, the best thing you can do is just to get up, get, just get up, walk, 
slowly. Don't walk fast because when you walk fast, you're still triggering yourself. You're still triggering like the, the little trauma, you know, the little anger that happened. You know, you're raising your blood pressure up now by, you know, walking fast. So try to get up, take a deep breath, hold it, turn, exhale, and just walk slow to the bathroom. Give yourself some time to process right? Just go to the bathroom, even if you don't have to. You'd be surprised. Sometimes I just sit there and I'm like, oh, I actually do have the urge to pee. So I'm going to go pee. (laughs) So just doing that, going to the bathroom, take your time, wash your hands, you know, like look at yourself in the mirror, you know, just, just take that deep breath, keep taking those nice deep breaths and everything. And then, you know, walking slow back to your desk or wherever your office or uh, if you stand, like if you're a pharmacist or something um, or a mechanic, you know, you stand, just, you know, kind of like go back and just continue to do what you're doing and ignore what just happened. Now, if it's something that you have to respond to, definitely take that break, take that bathroom break because nobody says you can't go to the bathroom. We're all fucking adults here. You know, like I have to piss. If I have to piss and shit, I'm going to go. So, um, so excuse my language. I do cuss. <laughs> so, um, that, you know, that's what we all, we're all adults. Okay. We're all allowed to go to the bathroom. We do not have to ask permission. We do not have to raise our hand. We're not in kindergarten, first grade. Okay. We're adults. If I have to go to the bathroom, I'm going to go to the bathroom, you know, and my response, especially as a healthcare worker is I'm allowed a bathroom break or let's say you're going to pay for my doctor bill and my medication that I have to take for UTI because as a woman, I am prone to get UTIs. So, and so are men. Men can get prone to use uh, UTIs too as healthcare workers because, you know, you're so busy, you forget to go and you're holding it. So, um, it, it happens. So those are one of the things I like to to come back with if somebody's being stern with me. If somebody is being stern with me, I'm I definitely let them know in a calm manner. I'm like, I'm allowed to have a bathroom break. That's what I did. So I will continue working. Everything is fine. And if they want to still come back at me because I'm being calm and cool and collective, then I say, okay, well, if you want to pay for my doctor bill and if you want to pay for my UTI, my medication, I'd be happy to send you the bill. But I am allowed to have a bathroom break. And I remind them again that I'm allowed to have a bathroom break. Because then at that point, they're just going to roll their eyes and walk away. So remember, it's okay to stick up for yourself. It's okay to be positive to stick up for yourself. Okay? Everybody needs to be positive in sticking up for themselves, especially in the line of a healthcare worker, firefighter, police, a lawyer, doctor, um, in a lot of those cases, even as a manager, a manager at a gas station, a manager at, um, you know, tractor supplies, CVS, um, Walgreens, Walmart, you know, all, all of those other stores. So being mindful of, you know, like I, I am allowed to have this, like, you know, and by law, it is your right, you know, by law, we're supposed to all take 15, you know, two 15 minute breaks if you're working I think eight, it's eight hours or more. So, you know, you're supposed to have two 15-minute breaks by law. Now, do we get 15-minute breaks? No, we don't. We oversee that. You know, we don't give ourselves that 15-minute break. Or maybe we're too scared to give ourselves that 15-minute break. Um, but that's what I mean. We have to learn to be positive 
find positive habits that we can do to de-stress ourselves, to not work ourselves up, and maybe just to let go and ignore the small things. So, like I said, if you don't have your playlist handy, then the next thing to do is take that bathroom break. Take that bathroom break. Nobody says you have you can't take a bathroom break, all right? That is our human right to do that, all right? And then, yes, if you have a 15-minute break and you haven't taken that and you've worked over your three hours, then say, hey, I'm, I need to take my 15-minute break real quick and make sure, I mean, of course, you know, we want to make sure our 15-minute break is being taken, you know, in a timely manner. Like, we don't want to just be on the phone or, you know, in a meeting or whatever, and then we just get up and walk away because we need to take a break. You know, just in a way, common sense of being mindful of, okay, waiting after the meeting or waiting after that phone call. So, um, you know, of course, if it's an email and it's a timely response, look at the timely response. Did the person say five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, 24 hours, 48 hours? What is that time response? So if it is a time response in that email, you know, it says get back to me within 24 hours and maybe it wasn't a great email. You know, I worked in bankruptcy at Wells Fargo and I didn't get very good phone calls or very good emails from these borrowers, you know, the people that are borrowing a mortgage from Wells Fargo and they were in bankruptcy. So that was very hard to be positive, but I stayed positive. And at the end of the day, I know that they're just scared. I would be scared too if I was in bankruptcy and my house is getting ready to foreclose. You know, I, I would be scared too, all right? That is your home. That is where you have your stuff, your family, memories. So it's one of those things I try to stay positive and I know that they're angry and I'm just the first person that they call and that, of course, I'm going to be the first person that they basically take everything out on. It's kind of like one of those things, you know, don't kill the messenger, but I let them vent. I tell them in a calm manner that, you know, I'm sincerely apologize that you have to go through this. I will do my very best to, you know, process the loan with all your information as quickly as possible. You know, please. And I give them a time frame. I was like, if I get it early in the morning, I just tell them, you know, please allow up to three to four hours for me to process this and I will give you a call back. Now, if it's in the afternoon, I always let them know that, you know, this does take a little bit of time because, you know, we have to run it through our system. We have to make sure we have all the information. I explain the process to them, you know, like, you know, we do have underwriters that it does have to go to. I just, you know, want you to know um, it can take anywhere between three to four hours and I give them a time so that way they know. And then if it's, like I said, in the afternoon after I took a lunch and it's one o'clock in the afternoon and then, you know, I say it's three to four hours, but I get off at five, I let them know that, you know, yes, this does take um, three to four hours, um, but it could take possibly longer. If it does take longer, I can shoot you. <laughs> I can shoot you an email um, that, you know, it's still an underwriting that I will follow up with you first thing in the morning. And, and anytime I say in the morning, follow up with you in the morning, I do give a time frame. Okay. I work eight to five. All right. I'm not going to say I will, you know, follow up with you at eight in the morning because I'm just clocking in. I need time to get my computer up and running. 
oh my God, <laughs> to get my computer up and running, for me to like get my coffee, de-stress, look through my emails, you know, by then it's like 8.35, 8.45 between that time, and then I'm setting myself up. So that way by nine, I'm on those on the phone. So I do tell them, I will, you know, I'll give you a call back with it, you know, in the next day in the morning uh, between the time of nine to 10. And then depending on what time zone, you know, they're in, but I always say between nine to 10 and I will tell them whatever time zone that they're in. So that way I am not, you know, falling short on my end. You want to give that time. So that way they're not waiting on the phone by eight o'clock. If you say, you know, the next day at eight, they're waiting, you know, at eight. And then here you're calling them at like 845. And they're like, um, <clears throat> I thought you were supposed to call me at eight, you know? So it's like, that becomes a stress habit. So um, I kind of went off a little into detail, but I hope you can understand what I mean by that. You you created that stress, basically. So if you would have taken that step back and actually, you know, start creating those small habits of, you know, getting in the mindset of, okay, like I'm going to make sure I, before I come in, I'm going to give myself, you know, that hour or 45 minutes, you know, before I start making. So, you know, making sure you're setting yourself up for success, setting that other person up, the customer for success, and making sure that you guys create trust because with customers and patients, anything we like, we're creating trust. Now, when you fail on that trust, then, you know, small things start, you know, red flags, red flags, red flags, stress, stress, stress. We don't want that. We want to create trust, positive, calm, professional, and of course, common sense. So we want to create that positive habits and where positive habits, again, become second nature. We want to create that second nature where it becomes so mindful that you just, you automatically know so that's what we want to try to do in our daily lives, job life, and anything else that you might be. Even if you're a traveler blogger, you know, you want to still create, you take these beautiful pictures, but you're only posting the beautiful pictures. You're not posting the the stress maybe of how you got there. Or maybe you had a bad trip and, you know, something happened, you know, like, you know, you don't talk or blog about that or, um, you know, post a bad picture or anything like that. You know, they always post things beautiful because they want these people to be attracted and come to those places or, you know, feel like they're zen and peace. But you have to remember that everybody's human. Just because you see something pretty doesn't mean that's going to happen to you. You know what I mean? It's, you know, just because you see like maybe a beautiful picture somebody posted over in Ireland and at this beautiful like over the scene mountain where the water and the rocks and you're like, oh my God, I want to go to that place. You know, they look like they had so much fun. Well, maybe if you go, but they post that picture because you don't see the, you know, the tourism, you don't see all the other people. And then whenever you go research that place and, you know, they tell you, oh, well, come between these times, you know, not, there's not that many tourists or, you know, attractions or whatever. And then when you get there, it's like busy as hell. And you're like, this girl posted this picture and like, this is, this, my experience is nothing like that. So again, be mindful of what you see. All right. If you see a, somebody post a beautiful place, this, I've done it. I follow a blogger that goes around 
all the national parks in the U.S. and post these beautiful, amazing pictures. And of course, you know, they have those really nice cameras. They filter everything or shadow everything, you know, and they, you know, put their little captions and stuff like that. But it's like when I go there, I'm like, man, I see what she sees. I see the spot. But man, look at all these people. Like, man, I had to pay to get into this. Like, I thought, you know, some of them might be free. Like, you know, there's other things. Oh, I have to pay for parking or, oh, I need a parking pass or, oh, I now have to wait in line, you know, like for, you know, to take a picture or maybe like there's trash everywhere, you know. So like, it's again, it's just be mindful of what a pretty picture looks like. So um, definitely do your research and stuff like that. So um, I, I know that I just threw that in there, <laughs> but it just kind of ties into like, you know, the common sense of, you know, not everything looks so pretty. Um, not everybody can be positive and everything, but, you know, find those positive habits, you know, like I said, playlist, the bathroom break. And then maybe if you're at a point where like, if you're at a desk or if you have a piece of paper or a journal, write it down, you know, that's the third thing, write it down. Or email it to yourself. If you're at work and you can't really get up from your desk or you don't have a pen and pencil, because sometimes writing is a lot better than typing um, because it just flows differently. But if you don't have that, then, you know, type it out too. Type it in an email and send it to yourself. So when you get home, you can open it. So I've done that. I actually, when I worked at Wells Fargo as a bank processor, I, I did that a lot. I, you know, I was already right there in, in the zone, everything like that. Um, you know, I have my email pulled up and everything and I just wrote an email to myself just because I had to get something out and it was just bothering me and building up and I didn't have anybody to talk to. So, you know, we get in those moments where we don't have that person to talk to or vent to, you know, your best friend, your mom or your husband or your wife so, or even if you have an older, older child, you know, like in their 20s and later, and, you know, you guys just have, you know, you guys always vent to each other about, like, things that happen. Um, I know that me and my mom do that, um, you know, now I'm her older child, so, like, you know, we just, like, before, like, when I was in my 20s, like, if I went through stressful things and everything, like, of course, you know, I'd be like, mom, oh my gosh, I have to tell you, blah, 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 I just need to vent, can you, know, can you let me vent, you know? So, um, that's another thing. So, you know, number one, have that playlist because you'd be surprised how music can just change your mood, change everything, you know, second, take that bathroom break. Okay. Definitely take that bathroom break. And third, write it out, type it, email it to yourself, write it down, put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, briefcase, whatever, and just kind of read it later and laugh about it. And the fourth thing, if you have somebody you can call or talk to or IM, text, Skype, whatever, talk it out with them. Let Just tell them, hey, something happened. I just need a vent. I just need to like kind of like just tell you, you know, and then let it happen. So those are definitely my top four tips um, when it comes to trying to Put yourself back in that calm zone, trying to relieve yourself, basically, um, so that way that you're not creating more anger, basically, but creating bad habits, because when you become angry or negative in any way, you start creating those bad habits, 
And we don't want bad habits to become second nature. We want positive habits, good habits that's going to excite us and help us with our lifestyle change, with our life change, and also help us with our healthier, you know, eatings, gyms, everything like that, you know, so definitely helping us with our healthy lifestyle change. So we want to create those so all of it goes unnoticed. Again, with your kids, you want everything that you do because every, those kids are watching. Trust me, I, I don't care how many kids you have, what, at least one of them is watching. <laughs> so you want to make sure. And also, it can. It can spice up. If your husband or your wife or your other significant other you know, sees that positive shifts or sees like that positive glowiness coming out of you or your cool calm and collective you know like how you're just kind of be calm about things you know that come at you and he's waiting for like I say he because as I'm, I'm reverting to my husband but as your spouse um or your significant other you know sees you like you know they're waiting they're on the edge of their seat like waiting for you to like react or something you're just like okay all right cool you know they're like, what What in the world just happened? Like, you know, and they like process that and they're like, what, what, I thought, I thought they would, you know, okay, well, ooh, all right. You know, like they start becoming intrigued, you know, like why, why are you so positive, calm? You know, usually I'm used to you doing this, but now you've kind of changed, you know, that's cool. All right. And they, it creates like a positive attraction out of them, which is nice because you're like, all right, let's spice up that bedroom. Okay. You know, so not even the bedroom, maybe the kitchen, you know, if as long as your kids are gone at school or you don't have any kids. (laughs) So, you know, the laundry room, the bedroom, or maybe, you know, the recliner. So, um, you know, it does, it does create other people, you know, other people vibe off of that. Um, I'm a Libra and I always vibe like Libra's vibe, like we vibe off energy. So that is one thing, like something can really set me off, but I know I'm biting my tongue and I'm counting my numbers. That's another thing I do. (laughs) You know, I count my numbers, count to 10, just close my eyes for a moment, breathe, and then just, okay, let me process that one more time. Now, what'd you say? (laughs) So, you know, it's like one of those things you're like trying to create that positive habits, that positive vibes. And that just actually comes second nature. I mean, I can have patients spit off at me because, of course, I'm the first person they see. They're frustrated with the nurse. They're frustrated with the doctor. They're frustrated with the uh, radiology tech. You know, they're frustrated with something. And then here you come in, you're like, hey, you know, you're all positive. And then they just want to take it out on you. And you're like, you know, I just sit there. I actually like, it's a habit though. I just, it, right now I just did it, but it's a habit where I just close my hands together. Like I'm holding my hands together, like almost like if I was praying, but I have my hands like closed and I just sit there and like close my hands and I listen and I look at them and I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. And sometimes not even saying, uh-huh. Okay. Because they think that you're ignoring them when you say that. So like, if you kind of listen to your patients or customers and you're like saying uh-huh okay yeah that some some people don't like that they think that you're like cutting them off or they think that you're not listening you're just saying uh-huh like you're just trying to agree with them just to get out of the room so so now like I just like you know shake my head 
up and down and like kind of shrug my shoulders sometimes when I'm like, oh wow, yeah, okay. And then like I still have my hands like closed up to my chest and everything. I'm like, oh okay. And if it's something, I'm like, oh I'm I'm really sorry for that. Um, you know, I'll do my best to try to make you happy in every way I can in my job. And that way, because they know that my job as a CNA, I can only do so much. And I try to make them understand that. Like, you know, I, you know, I am just a CNA. I apologize. Um, you know, I can only do so much, but if it's something like that, that does have to go through a nurse, which is a registered nurse or maybe an LPN as well. Um, so, or, and then if it's something for the doctor, you know, and the doctor is there or in the office, then, you know, maybe I can like say, okay, well, you know, I do know the doctor, uh, if the nurse can't help me or anything, or if the nurse isn't in, you know, um, let me see if I can try to get in touch with the doctor. Uh, you know, I do know them, but don't just say you're gonna get in touch with the doctor if you don't know the doctor. So I've seen that happen, um, in the, in a job profession. So like, you know, in my job profession, when I worked for like oncology clinic, I did know my doctor, um, Dr. Rue. So I did know my doctor and me and my doctor, we talk and he always tell me good morning. You know, we're in the same office. So um, I was able in my position to, you know, express something that the patient had to the doctor. So that way I, the me and the doctor had that great communication, that trustworthy skill. And then same thing, kind of like, I could relay messages and stuff like that from the patient to the doctor and from the doctor to the patient um, in a calmly toned manner and trying to kind of break that icebreaker type thing. So um, that's another thing to just kind of be mindful for is um, if you are agreeing with the patient and they're getting more upset, maybe don't, you know, don't do that. You know, don't agree. Or even with a customer, if you're on the phone, you know, you're on the phone, you're like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Sometimes like those little sounds irritates that person more so um just kind of like be quiet especially if you're on the phone you know you can't they can't see you or anything like that so if you're like on the phone or whatever you know and just every like minute or two you know just like "Uh uh-huh I hear you okay you know just that way they know you're on the line you know they're not just rambling spitting off and they're like are you there are you even listening to me (laughs) so sometimes you know um you can't so being on the phone, I've done it because I worked with bankruptcy. I learned a lot of great customer service experience working for a bankruptcy because you get so many different types of emotions. So I actually really learned my words and my, like, I guess my, even my posture and my, the way I like presented myself in person, like I tried putting that through the phone. So um, you do learn a lot if you're in a situation at a job where you kind of have those different emotions and you can kind of feed off of that and you kind of know, know, start knowing your customers and knowing, you know, where they stand and where you stand to, to them. So um, that's just another habits that you start building and they're positive and always trying to stay positive because again, I always keep in mind like, I'm the first person. I am the messenger. And it's, yes, it's one of those things like don't shoot the messenger. But unfortunately, I'm the one that they're going to shoot at. So not not seriously, but you know what I mean. So, you know, so it's just kind of like one of those things. I know I'm going to take that backlash. So, and then I know it's not aimed towards me. I know that backlash and that feelings and emotion is not aimed towards me. They just want somebody to listen to them. They want to be heard. Just like we we want to be heard as well. So it's just one of those things. When you start creating those small 
healthy, life-changing habits in your personal life, you actually start protruding that towards your life as your job or your life as a customer or patient. Um, And that's how you start building and creating the small healthy habits and life changes to become second nature. And that's the whole point in all of this is we want to create that in second nature. Now, it does not happen overnight. It does not happen. I mean, small things will happen in one night, maybe, and it will happen the next day. Usually, it's only one. They say you can create one habit a day. And the next day, if you can repeat that, you'll create a second one. Because as a human, we want skills. We want to learn new things. We're intrigued. We want more. As a human, we always want more in something. So that's something that we can definitely be mindful and think about when it comes to making those healthy habits and life-changing habits to create secondhand habits, to create them as secondhand. So um, that is my spiel for today. So that is just something that like has been on my mind for quite some time. And I kind of just seen it since, you know, the new year hit and everything like that. And it's just one of those things that's like, I don't think, I really don't because there's so much chaos that happened in the past two, well, you know, coming on three years that I don't think these people are aware of. I don't think people are aware of these things. Excuse me. And we're trying to get back to the norm. I know we're all trying to get back to the norm and then something happens. But don't look at it that way. Try to look at it as, this is my life. This is what I know I can do. If there's something I can't, like, if there's something happening and there's nothing you can do about it, unfortunately, I'm so sorry, but you have to let that go. Don't let it eat you up. Because with this whole war and everything going on, it does hurt. It really does. But unfortunately, I don't have the money. I don't have, you know, a private jet or I don't have my passport. I can't do anything to go over there and help. There's nothing that I can do. All I can do is pray. That's, that's the only free thing that I can do at this moment is to pray and pray that everything becomes to a peace agreement. Something comes to a halt. You know, I want to avoid these, you know, nuclear whatever things that, you know, Russia is talking about, whatever. Like, I, I want to avoid that. I hope that they don't want that because we don't need damage in our civilization. So that's another thing I try to keep in mind is if I can't do anything about it, the only thing I know that maybe I can do and hopefully everything gets answered and helps is to pray or write about it. And as a podcast, that's a good thing you can do, actually. If it, as Anchor, you know, you can start a free podcast. And you're feeling these feelings, you want to express this, and these podcasts are heard all over the world in different countries, then, you know, podcast about it. Blog about it. You know, those are free things you can do, and those and at least one person is going to hear you. You know, somebody's going to see that blog or somebody's going to listen to that podcast or maybe, you know, somewhere in the universe, you know, we get our prayers answered. Those are things that 
we can try to do to do something like we're helping. So that is one thing that I know I've done. I have, I have, you know, prayed about it. Um, I haven't blocked or excuse me, blocked um, podcast yet about it just because there's so many mixed emotions of what's happening. And I just want, you know, kids and families to be safe. You know, I don't agree with that uh, maternity hospital, what happened being blown up. I don't agree with that. That is sincerely sad. Like, why do we want to harm women and children? That just does not make sense to me. And I just, you know, pray, 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 and, you know, can try to just calmly maybe talk about it to somebody that is, you know, upset about it too. And like, we can just, you know, pray together. Um, but I try not to, you know, throw it out there if there's somebody that has a different opinion than me. So that is something I don't really talk to or unless it gets brought up in a positive way. If it gets brought up in a positive way, I don't try to turn somebody into like, see it my point of view. I turn it into a point of view that we both can understand and both have common ground on. So um, I am very respectful towards that. But again, that it is sad what's going on. But the only thing we can do is don't stress about it. It's crazy. Everything is crazy. But I know we're all here just trying to live our life positive. We're trying to create healthy changing habits and life-changing habits. And we're trying to basically wake up every day and be alive, be positive, see our family, you know, wake up next to our spouse or our significant other relationship, any type that we have. Um, you know, we're just trying to make it day by day. And we're trying to be grateful each day. So, again, that's all what we're trying to do. And we want to make sure that at least somebody, you know, can understand. You know, you want, you want at least somebody that's going to understand you and everything that you're going through and find some common ground. But, but other than that, so I thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope this podcast does help you in any way. I'm definitely the type of person that I... I'm good with people like I just I just vibe off of that Um, even the crazies (laughs) so um, you know when working in a hospital you know we have people that um, you know have to come in if you know there's any psychological issues or they have to be in restraints and uh, stuff like that but I just you know see a person as a person I see a person as a human you know we're all human so um, that is just you know one thing that I try to uh, portray, uh, just, again, staying calm, cool, and collective. That way, you know, creating that environment of something being positive and maybe hopefully getting something positive out of that environment that I'm creating that energy. Because it's weird because people do vibe off energy. I don't know if you've ever gone on vacation and there's a bunch of people and you hear people on the phones, you hear people talking to their kids, you hear people kind of yelling or kids screaming. Like there's so many vibes happening and you're just like, oh my God, I am so overwhelmed. Like what the hell? Holy shit. I need to go somewhere and like chill the fuck out. Trust me, that has happened to me. That actually happened to me 
Um, we went to Gatlinsburg for our little mini vacation, family vacation for my son's spring break. And I didn't think there was going to be that many people. There's people from like Alabama. They were on their spring break. There's Florida. There's Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey. I mean, there were so many people. And I was so like, I was hearing so many different conversations and so many people were like getting mad and then like really excited or happy. And like, I was just like, holy shit. Okay, hold on. Like I got so overwhelmed. Like I wanted to cry just to like get my feelings out and then be like, okay, cool. We're good. That happens. (laughs) Sometimes like, I don't know what else to do, but just to cry. And like, after I cry, I'm like, okay, whoo have that moment. All right, let's go. Let's pack it back up. So, um, if anybody's like me like that, it's okay. Just know it's okay. If you have to cry, it's okay. Just go. I went to the bathroom and I just went in the stall and we, when we were in Gatlinburg, cause we were like way up on the mountain and you know, it's not a very big place. So I'm like, there's really not like nowhere I can go except for a bathroom. So I just went to the bathroom and just kind of like teared up a little bit and it was just like just breathing and then I was like okay it's fine like I have to talk to myself that's okay if you talk to yourself (laughs) but I just was like it's okay you know yes there's a lot of people here but you're gonna be okay just you know you're here with your family focus on your family don't focus on these other people or anything like that stay positive focus on your family so like that got me through all of it and uh I I changed my attitude like I came out my husband's like are you okay I was like yeah I just had a need I just needed a moment I don't like to like if I'm in the moment I don't like to like if you know and I know my husband means very well I don't like to like talk about it because I get so emotional I need my moment first before I can talk about it and that's perfectly fine that is just one of my habits and my husband knows So, you know, my husband will just make sure that I'm okay, like I'm not hurting or any pain or anything like that, like, you know, if I have to go to the hospital. So, you know, I just shake my head yes, and then he knows if I go to the bathroom, you know, he knows that I just needed a moment, or if I need to go to the bedroom, I just needed a moment, or if I need to go out on the back porch or down the driveway, he knows I'm taking my moment, you know. And that's hap- and that's okay. That but that that's basically a small little healthy habit for him and I to know that she's going to be okay. You know, we're okay. She's not mad at me. I know that because, you know, we she's done this. This is her way of, you know, making sure that she's collecting herself back together, you know. So it's just one of those things that we have common with. Like, you know, like it's just like when you read into somebody's eyes, like you know. You're like, okay. All right. I see I see what you're saying. I I I think I feel your emotion. I can read your emotion. Okay, I got it. So it's just like one of those things um, with your significant other spouse that you 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 guys have to create that, you know, um, just knowing that, okay, like the, this is their thing. I got to accept it. Like they're not walking away from me, you know, like if, you know, we're arguing, which, you know, we've all had arguments and, you know, somebody walks away and maybe there's past trauma and stuff like that. Um, you know, you we don't like that. That's just something you definitely have to talk about. So, but that's later for another podcast. We'll have to do that. So maybe I can get my husband to come on and maybe talk about that. Because as a firefighter wife and both in healthcare as well, it is definitely a crazy ride and very emotional ride. And you become family with 
other families in the firehouse and yes it is crazy <laughs> I'm sure whoever's listening that's a fire wife or a spouse or you can understand or even you know as a nurse doctor you know my husband's a paramedic and he's also a chief over at Volley House and then he has his actual job where he's a captain as a firefighter so like yes and then he's also an instructor like this guy just does everything so so yes there's a lot going on so um it's definitely creating those small healthy habits because now like as our family as our trio like we work together and like we've learned to understand the little things that we do and what makes us us and how it helps making like team building skills like we all basically pitch in and we have to have that team building skill so like that has really helped uh, has there been times we had to be stern? Yes, there has been times we had to be stern, but we explain why we're doing it. We don't just take away or just do things out of the blue because of our our emotions. We I stay calm in that situation and I have to explain like, you know, you messed up. This is what you did. You know, I'm sorry. You don't get your Xbox, you know. This is aimed towards my son. <laughs> so, like, you know, he knew better. You know, it's just kind of one of those things he kind of got out of his habit because he wanted to do something of his own, which I, I completely understand. I tell him that all the time. I understand you want to do something on your own. If you do, you got to communicate to me. You know, let me know. That way, if I need to help, I want to help, you know. So, Definitely learning team building skills. So within our family is great. That is one thing that I feel like my son has grown better in and better communicating because communication is the key to everything and has helped him too in his schoolwork. I really do in class. I mean, his teachers, they write little notes underneath his grades and they tell me that he's a great listener because of our our habits here at home (laughs) we all sit at the dinner table and we listen to each other and then even if we're watching a movie or anything like that like before like the movie starts you know we listen and then afterwards you know so there's small little habits or like our the listening skills and communication skills and um you know they'd say our son is polite and that's an you know another thing that we portray in politeness and but but not just that it's the common sense the common sense that comes with being polite, so in in manners, they're they're really you'd be surprised. If, and I'm sure people have gone to places, and you're like, what the fuck? Where are these people's common sense? Like, am I the only one with common courtesy here? Okay, you know. So it's just one of those things of, again, common courtesy, common sense. So, um, and then another thing. Oh, and then Clay's always willing to like help somebody else out. But that's because that's what I've done. I've helped portray that within our family, but also because I'm a healthcare worker. So like that that is second nature to me. And so now that has grown into clay and he is definitely a second nature to of that too. So the which is nice. So now he has learned that second nature of, you know, of team building skills, of wanting to always help somebody else and put them above himself, um, in a in a good way. So don't ever put anybody above yourself in a negative way. If you know it's a negative situation, get out of there or do something different. But always put yourself first. But in a positive way, when you're doing something like that, um, it it's nice to know that, like, okay, like to show that, 
hey, like, I'm going to put you first. Like, I got it. I'm good. Now, I like, basically, we're the foundation of the pyramid, all right? I got it. I'm good. I'm the, I'm the base of that pyramid. Now, I'm going to help build you up. And then when they become, an, you know, base, then they help build the next person up. So, um, that is definitely a pyramid that you can follow. Not a pyramid scheme, but a, a pyramid thing that you can follow of building somebody else up in a positive way, in a life like a lifestyle changing way, basically. Um, but not in, I mean, you, I know people use that in businesses, but we're not here about businesses. Like we're here for ourselves. We're here to help others as well and learn second nature habits and creating our goals and making sure that we're accomplishing our goals. So, all right, I'm at my hour now, so I want to go ahead and get off. This was a lot, so I hope all of this helps anybody. Um, again, if there is anything that you all want me to talk about or need, um, you know, drop a comment below. Let me know. Um, I'd be happy to bring up any other situations or point of views. Again, um, I will do my very best. Um, but again, I don't create negative habits when it comes to point of views or anything like that, but, um, just anything in general, I'm always open to, you know, discuss any type of topics or